The Overcome and Conquer show is presented by The Project. The Project is a full immersion, 75-hour experience designed for men who know in their core they are not living up to their fullest potential. Rather than waking up every morning ready to dominate life, the mediocre man rolls out of bed and slides into the same unfulfilling routine they've unhappily been in for way too long. The project is for men that have lost their internal flame and motivation to conquer. It's for men living an unfulfilling life that lacks excitement and purpose. Sound familiar? Then listen up. The project is specifically designed to challenge you mentally and physically. We push you to the ledge of self-limiting beliefs and prove you've got much more in the tank. We kill the bitch and unleash the beast. We uncover the demons that hold you back and turn extreme pain into superpowers to dominate life. In the end, we turn mediocre men into modern day knights. We forge a brotherhood and bond that levels you up as a better husband, father, and friend. But the project is not for every man. In fact, it's not for most. For men who are okay with being in a rut and achieving less than their fullest potential, the project isn't for you. If you're not willing to put in the work to fix what isn't working, the project isn't for you. However, if you're done white-knuckling it through life, living one day at a time with no sense of purpose, and are willing to do what it takes to improve, the project holds the key to unlocking the next chapter. Graduates of the project join a brotherhood of modern-day knights and become the authors of their destiny. They have their fire reignited and reclaim dominance over their family, fitness, finances, and faith. If this resonates with you and you want to learn more, we encourage you to apply today at www.mdkproject.com forward slash OC show. Everybody wants to be on top of the mountain. The problem nowadays is people want to get dropped off at the top of the hill and look down. It's that I overcome mindset that makes all the difference. See, the way we're taught is you're going to claw, you're going to scratch, you're going to bite, you're going to dig, you're going to do whatever it takes to get to the top of that mountain. That unequivocally is how I have managed to keep myself moving forward and finding success. Two seals, one mission. The Overcome and Conquer Show. And welcome back to the Overcome and Conquer show. We are just crushing it. We're, dude, it's like, it's like hump day slaying camels every single day. That's what's happening out here. So, uh, dude, I got to tell you, I have more people reaching out to me trying to tell me it's the end of the world. And I didn't believe it until this morning. This morning, I had an end of the world moment. You know what happened? What happened? Dude, I went into my pantry and the light had burned out. So I got all the kids down there. There was a lot of crying and sorrow. I didn't, I didn't know what we were going to do, dude. I mean, the pantry light was burnt out. So, you know, how many, Red, how many Redmonds does it take to change a light bulb? Fucking none, because you can't get any light bulbs right now. That's, <laughs> so, I don't have, you yeah. should have told me I would have pulled out the snare drum. <laughs> it was but surreal. On a serious note, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I've been working out at my, I call it my dojo of boom. I'm not going to say, because he's on here now where I work <laughs> out at. Um, but I've been working out. Yesterday, I did 1,020 push-ups in an hour. Again, I did one Wednesday with Mitch, and I did it yesterday. And what I did was, you, you'll love this, Jay. Dude, I thought you were going to send me a reminder. I forgot about that. No, it, it was pathetic. So I pulled out the old armor, not the your, new armor. Your reminder was pathetic. That's what was pathetic. It was. But <laughs> I only got, I had 20 pounds in a body armor. I mean, we went back to like old days of, you know, I pulled out, I, I busted the dust off the old stuff. I did 43 rounds 
um, with the body armor on. Then I had, or excuse me, 47 sets with the body armor on it. That's like, I think, 799 reps. And then I had to take it off and do the last 13 rep, uh, sets, uh, you know, slick. And it was pathetic. But the point to that was, is with everything going on, you just got to constantly fight. That's why I'm doing this. I'm doing this every couple of days um, because eventually one or two things is going to happen. We're either going to break a society or we're going to come together and we're going to get stronger. That's why I'm doing it. So um, fuck you, coronavirus. Yeah, yeah sorry. Baby. Love it. So I've been telling people the same thing, man. You got you to be working out. You got to get it on. I meet so many people. You know, what's really funny is uh, actually Dr. Gabrielle said this the other night. You're seeing a lot of people that are saying, oh, well, I can't work out at home and I can't eat healthy. And the reality is, uh, is it you can't or you won't? Because the reality is anybody can work out at home, man. There's so many online workouts out there, how to work out with your body weight, you know? So that's, that's merely a choice. You are choosing not to do it. And you know, funny you say that because our guest who we're going to get into in a minute has the solution boom to eating healthy and i'll tell you what because my, i can speak for myself you and ryan the producer oz the man behind the curtain we all do it i'm getting in better fucking shape than i've been in a long time because like when the olympics come back i am going to enter for calisthenics because i am the calisthenic king calisthenics. right now i i am doing uh, grinder pt just like we did back in the old days and i love it man i'm, I'm getting lighter i'm getting leaner I mean, the gentleman that we had the other day just said, hey, Ray, send me some pictures because you are so much more built and shredded than Mike O'Hearn. I want to post them all over my site. I said, <laughs> that okay, is funny. okay. Dude, my Instagram thread has been inundated with statements like that. That I know. Ray looks better than Michael Hearn. I know. It's kind of weird. He's going to kill know, me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enter for great hair. I think that is a category in the Olympics. That's what I'm going in for because this shit's going to be out of control by the time we're done with all this. So I love but, it. Uh, all right, man. Well, listen, obviously, everybody out there is in the middle of the corona craziness, you know, Kung flu. And, uh, you know, the reality is, though, man, this is merely another bump on the radar of life. And uh, we're going to get through this. It's going to be amazing. You guys need to stay on your path. <laughs> moving that body. You need to stay positive and you need to reset it, man. We need to come together. So uh, stoked. We've been getting some great feedback on the shows that we've had. People love the Rob O'Neill show, man. We had so much great feedback on that. So I know Robbie's out there. uh, He's still getting it on every day, just like we are. So anyways, that's what's going on. What else are you doing besides a thousand push-ups, cranking it out, beast mode? Ryan, what are you doing, bro? Uh, Man, I went to BJ's today. And everybody was wearing masks. Like Halloween masks? No, like the mask. <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, you know, I, as it should be, I think this thing's still developing. You know, originally they said, hey, six feet apart, you know, you're reducing your chance of getting it. But now they're starting to think that uh, it's a little more aerosolized. So, hey, whatever it is, you know, I think the bottom line is if you follow the rules that are out there, we're all going to be fine, man. So, yeah, I didn't want to go. I'm staying at home most of the time. I mean, it's pretty boring. Yeah, us too. We got to plan a big grocery trip coming up, man. So having uh, having six people in my house, man, we're going through some food. Yeah, you are. So I'm in heaven. I just ordered a bunch of <laughs> I ordered a bunch of mirrors, and I walk around all day looking at myself. <laughs> I dude, I, I think it. you should. I think you should have like 24 hour Ray Cash Care TV. Like it should be on it. Like everywhere you go. Like you should show people how amazing you are when you go to the bathroom. 
See that? You know, I, and I'm telling you, you, I mean, you know, we're getting into some, you know, we're getting into some, you know, maybe gray areas, but even in the bedroom, bro, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I think you could have a huge following here. All right. I never thought I'd say this in my entire life, but LT, you need to, you need to clean it up and let's move on. Come on. <laughs> hey man, I'm here to help. I'm here to help. So, all right, guys. Well, enough of that, man. Let's get into the show because I tell you what, you know, what we've been talking about is how do you stay on track? How do you stay on course? <laughs> what this show is about? How do you overcome and conquer every obstacle that is out there? And the guest we brought on the show is an amazing individual because he has overcome and conquered in so many areas of his life, setting the example, and he is going to provide you with some opportunities so that you can stay on the path. Our guest is recognized as an individual and an entrepreneur. He is a leader, strong problem leader, uh, strong problem solving abilities. He's able to bring people together. He's able to bring collaboration, which is a critical thing, especially when you're an entrepreneur and when you're trying to co collaborate. He is an incredibly driven individual. He is recognized at the highest levels of fitness. He actually has won the pro men's physique competitor for the International Federation of Bodybuilding. So he is recognized around the world for his physique. He is a family man. He is a teammate. He runs an amazing company. Uh, and I'm, I, I'm not even going to get into that company yet. I'm actually going to have him tell you <laughs> what that company is. But I tell you what, this company is a nationally recognized brand. And it also, I'd be tipping my hat if I said the other relationship we have with it. But guys, he is recognized for nutrition, fitness, for an overcome and conquer mindset. It is our honor to bring on to the Overcome and Conquer show, Mr. Todd Abrams, CEO and founder of Icon Meals. Welcome to the Overcome and Conquer show. Awesome. I appreciate the intro, Jay. Thanks for uh, having me on, guys. And uh, love the uh, playful banter before. And Ray, I don't know, I got some really weird images in my mind right now that huh. probably need to uh, go seek therapy on after this. So um, yeah, yeah. But, you, won't, you won't be the first, sir, or the last. That's all right. Enjoy. I, I saw Todd sign up for the Ray Cash TV live feed 24-7. I mean, he, uh, he, uh, he's I the first one on the list. <laughs> That's right. Definitely. You know, you know you could yeah. even sell individual feeds, Ray, like the bathroom feed. You know, I I'm think, just saying. There's yeah, Ray might even be tied in, might be up for grabs against Tiger King now. So I don't know. Oh, God. That, <laughs> oh, my God. That, you so would. You know, <laughs> wow, that threw me off. <laughs> well, um, you know, Todd and I have had a few run-ins. We've, we've, we've had the privilege of learning from each other. I learned a lot about nutrition. Uh, Todd and, and I reached out, I don't know how long ago it was. Well, we met through Bedros Koulian. Uh, and Todd is recognized worldwide for his fitness expertise and his relationship with Mike O'Hearn and all these amazing athletes. And <clears throat> I actually had the privilege of training Todd twice. So uh, we did that in California and then we did it up in Venice. And I will tell you the first time um, it was, it was a rough start, but the second time, this is what I love about Todd. And this is what I love about his, the word of the day, what we'll get into is he came back to work because the second time that I, I PT these guys, we did a little COPT on the beach, if you know what I mean, with HPLT, with Brian Mays and the crew. And I mean, Jay, it was, it was hell week for about 2.5 hours. I mean, I threw it all at him. And Todd just, he just kept asking for more. So way to come back. But what my, as I, as he I was, he was, he was delivering a thank you, sir. May I have another? Yeah. So my point to this is, is when you're, 
making your jokes. Make sure you understand, Mr. Mr. Abrams, there's going to be a round three. Don't, yeah, make, don't make me put that, that thinking cap on. I was trying to get big Mike O'Hearn out, but you know, he, him and Chef Russ, but they wouldn't come out. But that's okay. They're good at what they do. They're the best in the biz. Those boys would be some big boys, big seals on the beach. So they would, man. That's like more like big giant, just killer whales. I mean, and yeah. they're shredded to the, be- the. I don't, I don't know what else. They're just so massive, you know. Tigers, they yeah. are. She- dude, chef's arms are redonkulous, man. His arms are bigger. Small around children the in those arms. So. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. I walked up so. to him in in L.A. and just flexed on him, and he was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "Hey," and he was like, "You must be Cash." And I was like, <laughs> "Hey, that's me." love it well dude we are honored todd to have you on and yeah. uh, right now i can't think of a better time than i mean even even for us i mean we are first off i mean for those that don't know yet obviously we released it on the last episode but icon meals is now the mid-rail sponsor for the overcome and conquer show so we want to say thank you for that yes. obviously and uh, we want people to know, man, that Icon Meals is an amazing solution right now in this crazy crisis. People are afraid to go shopping. People don't know what to eat. There's a lot of people that are stress eating. They're chowing down on carbs. I mean, I, I'll be honest, man. There are going to be people that come out of this crisis. <laughs> and yeah. you're going to see them after not having seen them for, you know, six weeks, couple of months. And you're going to be like, holy shit, did you eat your couch? Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's the reality. So. Guys, here's a perfect solution in Icon Meals. So, uh, Todd, tell us uh, about what you guys are doing uh, with Icon before we get into it. And because uh, I just think people need to know. Yeah, I believe, first off, I, I think 100% we're just glad to be in the position that we're in, actually blessed to have uh, the company that we have and um, to be able to provide value and try to make an impact right now in, with, whatever's go- with everything going on, right? So, from that standpoint, um, We've upped our supply chain. We've uh, sort of secured more logistics and things because, yeah, you've seen a huge spike, especially over the past two weeks. Uh, production volume's gone up by about one to two times uh, daily volume. And that just speaks to, I think, a lot of people at the start were with the stockpiling and everything going on, right? Like, as you said, a lot of people, I think, were in their comfort zone for so long and were going about doing what they were doing. And maybe they thought that um, meal prep and preparing and stuff was sort of... Uh, an inconvenience or whatever, right? And not a necessity. And then when all of a sudden it hits, they realize that it's only one of a few options left. And I, I think um, it's, you see all the Ubers and everything doing all the home deliveries and, and things right now. But I, I think the big thing with us is really about um, what we've done in the past, speaking volume to where we are in the situation today. And what I mean by that, Jason, is really, we, we, we make a lot of choices, right? We've had this company, Icon Meals, for almost well, for five years now. And a lot of the things that we did way back were things that cost us a lot more money, that were things that I was questioning why we did because we could make X doing this. And it was where we didn't cut any corners, right? Where a, a state and USDA inspected facility means we have an inspector that lives with us inside, right? So we have for three and a half years, um, but it's not the easiest. It's like having an IRS agent or like a, a TSA where they're in your, in, your, in your shit every day, right? They're like making sure that everything is what it's supposed to be from temperature testing to packaging to ingredient statements to cooking to this and that, right? You've got all the different things from listeria and pathogen testing going in on a daily basis. It's actually different labs. And my point of telling you this and the, the, the audience this is it's not apples to apples. There's so many people in this industry, right, that have come into this industry in the meal prep over the last, I'll call it a couple of years. And 
man, if I knew now what I like, if I knew four years ago what I knew now, I wouldn't be in this industry, right? It's not the easiest business. But my point of stating that is basically all the things that we've done and put in place on the safety measures, on the quality assurance, on the the packaging. For those that haven't seen our packaging, we use something that's called a vacuum seal. So it's a, a cryovac technology that basically removes oxygen from the packaging. But in today's environment, that's one of your safest options, having food delivered to your home, but having something that is sealed where there's no pathogens, it's tamper-proof, right? Until you remove the actual seal and no oxygen can get back in the meal. Well, what does that mean? Coronavirus can't get in that meal and no virus can get in that meal, right? And it's actually interesting. We were on a, a call yesterday with a large, 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 one of the largest cancer companies, um, providers that provides uh, medicine and to doctors and surgeon in surgery rooms and all this. And they came to us, and the only reason they came to us is because of watching our videos on our safety, on our HACCP, on our quality control, our, on our inspection, and the ability to have individually delivered meals to these doctors in hospitals that only that doctor or that nurse or that practitioner would actually open the seal themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's the key thing. Like before, this company was going out and they had a, a daily budget for food allocation and stuff to all these doctors and all these first responders, right? And all of a sudden, none of these guys, it doesn't meet the actual um, legalities of, of what they're doing now, right? And the doctors don't want it. So from ours, we actually just got passed by compliance that they can use our meals in these facilities to actually remove the seal themselves. It's only them touching it. You have all that social distancing and everything else. But again, that played a key part. So going back, looking at what we've done over the past few years, I think is really key now, but also just from a safety concern man, like even my wife not walking, walking grocery stores. And like you said, you got a family of six, I got a family of five, my 20 year old and stuff's home, right? They, they crush it right now. And it's just much more convenient to have options that I know were either brought home or were delivered to your home or something, right? That I feel safe that my family and other people can conveniently get tear open themselves and not have to worry about, Hey, who touched that food before? What happened in that food before, et cetera? How did that, who was that driver that delivered my food before? Because when FedEx delivers that food, it's in an isolated, perishable food container, sealed. Every single meal inside that container is sealed. So again, just, I think many of the measures that we've been working on for the past four or five years are really came to fruition and came to light now under this crisis. You, you know, Todd, I'm going to, I didn't mean to cut you off, Jay. Something that I just want to add on to here, because this is one of the main questions I had for you um, when I was looking at you, because there are a lot of different companies that do the same thing that you do. And I, I did my research, bar none, in my eyes, you are the safe, you you take the the most precaution, uh, you know, to limit out any of the contributing factors that could cause harm. And w- there's a million of them. But yeah. the question I had, and what I think a lot of people don't know about, is like, I remember when I first talked to you, I tried factors, uh, factors seven, five or something before, and I didn't like the food. No, no dig on them, but they didn't give me the information that I needed. Like, I'll give you an example. I thought that when the food came, I had to eat it immediately. Mm -hmm. And then you told me, and what I want you to tell the audience is, especially with what's going on, is the duration if it's frozen and you keep it frozen and, or like me, what I do is I feel like I, you know, me, I have freezers full of it. And then I keep, you know, I pull a couple out for a couple days. So can you tell the audience how long um, the freshness and the duration is, whether it's, you know, thawed or unthawed? Yep. So, so just for clarification, we have 32,000 square foot facility that we operate out of. And in this 32,000 square foot facility, believe it or not, we don't have one 
freezer. Okay. So there's not a freezer. So nothing goes out frozen from us. Everything goes fresh, right? Yep. One of the key things as well as with any meal company, it's a, if you're under inspection, it's a cycle of how the food comes into your kitchen, how it's prepped, how it's cooked, and then how it goes to cool before it's plated, before it's sealed, right? Many other facilities actually plate food in a warm environment, which is totally counterproductive because you've cooled, cooled food down, you brought the temperatures back up, it's plated, and then it's gone back into the cooling, right? So there, if you're walking in our facility, you walk through one way, there's one door in, you go through a series of sequence to commit the other door. So food for us under the cryovac, under the vacuum seal technology, has 12 days shelf life. All shelf life studies that we did with an actual lab, all the meals came back between 12 to 21 days, that's fresh. That means you get your meals from us, you put them in the refrigerator, they're fresh, okay? We put an expiration date or a best buy date of 12 days from the date they're cooked. If you choose to freeze them like you do, and many people do, right? I do as well. Put them in the freezer, you will get six to eight months plus shelf life. And under what's going on today, right? That's what I'd recommend people doing. The, the average consumer with us typically buys online 24 meals, okay? And that's typically going to be one week fresh. Most people maybe five to seven meals a day in that range, right? If they put their breakfast, et cetera. In. But what we've seen over the last couple of weeks is many people buying many items that I'll call favorites or whatever that they might choose. And we are telling people, put them in your freezer, right? You, like you don't know what's going to happen. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. But we don't have the shortages on beef right now, right? With us, we don't have the shortages on anything. From a supply chain looking at it, we're still adequate. But again, taking those measures and putting them in the freezer, again, six to eight months. And we've had, even before this, many, many people do that. We have people that travel overseas. What do they do? They freeze the meals, they put them in a box, and they check them as luggage. And you come into Michael Hearn when he went to Italy and stuff, 84 meals. They come down the turnstile, and he's got meals for two weeks, right? So again, on that, I think that's much better. If you look at some of the other companies, and we used to do this, if you get a clamshell container, you got three days, three to five days maximum shelf life, you can't freeze the meals because they'd be full of freezer burn. You lose all the ingredients and, and the taste and everything. So from that standpoint, yeah, um, with the, the technology that we put in place, and my question for any meal company would be, I, I don't know, if you're in the meal business, you should be using a cryovac machine or some sort of modified atmospheric pressure. So, mm-hmm. yeah. God, I think, uh, man, just listening to all this, I know that there's a ton of people out there right now and their ears are all perked up and I guarantee they're like, holy smokes, man, this is what I need. And, and what, I, what I'm hearing as you talk about this leads us right back into the word of the day. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. We asked you what your word was and you said, my word is relentless. And, and it sounds like you guys have done such an amazing job being relentless with your quality controls, with your um, safety parameters. Obviously, you were relentless with the standards that you set for your company to be able to provide this high quality food, but in, in safe packaging, which now more than ever, yeah. people are looking at. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so the word for the day is relentless. So uh, Captain Care, would you give us the definition? And then Todd, what we'll have you do sure. man, is uh, tell us your thoughts on that <laughs> related to your life and your company. Sure. The word of the day is relentless. Relentless is unyieldingly severe, strict, or harsh, which I think falls into your exactly your parameters of what you do um, with not only your business, but life, Todd. So can you go ahead and give your definition of the, sure. the word relentless? Yeah, for me, relentless means never quit, right? I don't have quit in me. It's keeps going, never quit, never gives up. Okay. And that's like in any aspect of anywhere in my life, um, 
it's never been easy for me, right? Nothing's been easy. The fitness part of it has never been easy. If I go way back, my nickname in high school and growing up was Lumpy, right? I wasn't the fit guy, okay? So nothing's ever been easy. And on the relentless side, it's been with me for a long time that anyone asks me, hey, what's your word? I, that's my first thing that comes to my mind, right? So I just don't have quit. And it's something that I instill in my kids as well. Anything they start, they're going to keep going, right? There's no, hey, easy way out. And um, from that aspect, it's something that, again, I think plays into the entrepreneurial side of where it involves risk and people like, I've never had a job. So I've always had my own and that's taken a lot of risk from day one. But again, I think it plays into even the mindset of many people, many of our listeners today with the mindset of, holy shit, I've lost my job or I'm out of work right now. I've been I'm six weeks or I'm four weeks, right? Where people have been like all in Dallas, everything's shut down, you're quarantined to your home. And from that standpoint, you got to have the mindset. It's the mindset that's going to get you through. And Jay off camera was talking about this, but it's not only what we're doing in my business. I feel blessed because we can provide value and impact people that are in this position right now. But again, to get through this thing that we're in, it all goes back to you have to be relentless, right? You got to, on your shirt, you got to conquer, you got to conquer your mind because your mind's going to carry you through. And then with the people that you're in your home, my, my five other people, right? In my home, my four other people, it's, I have to have that vision. If I'm there sitting and stirring and talking negative shit, what's going to transpire to everyone else, right? In there, and it's my business as well. I got 80, whatever, four employees. And if I'm talking, holy shit, man, I don't want to get at this and that. What, what's, what's going to transpire everything through? So it's me as that leader, I have to be relentless, right? I have to have that clear vision and that's going to portray. And that's what I'm looking for when I, I go to build any team. I love it. Yeah, I love awesome. it. Awesome. So Todd, I have a question. Let's, let's take away the huge business. Let's take away the family right now. Yep. All right. Let's rewind. So let's go back. Cause you said, was it lumpy or ch whatever it was? Yeah, lumpy. So what I want to know is, and what the audience wants to know is, what made you this person? It just didn't happen overnight. You didn't just wake up and go, shit, I'm going to make a multi-million dollar business and, and be on the cover of multiple magazines and be the godfather of Michael Hearn's kids. I mean, what made you the man that you are today? I think way back, like I was love sports and stuff, right? I grew up playing junior hockey, grew up in Canada. So it wasn't the football and stuff that we are in Texas today. It was hockey, lacrosse, and pretty much everything else, right? And uh, partying, drank a shitload of beer and stuff as a kid and blah, blah, blah. And that's pretty much how I lived my, my teens, right? I'd push the envelope. And I think fitness was always a piece of me. Sure, I was in the gym and we'd throw around the weight and stuff. But again, I knew nothing about, um, I'll call it being intentional on my diet, right? And being intentional. I was just going through the exercises, different things. We'd go to the gym and then we'd drink a 12-pack, right? And that was pretty much because I didn't know any better. And then... Growing up, um, I guess when I was 18, going something like that, 18, I had a, a real severe case of mono. And when you say mono, people think whatever, hey, like today, a virus, okay? I got my ass kicked basically in two days. I was put in intensive care. Um, they almost did a tracheotomy on me. I was in intensive care with only one person allowed to be in there. I was in the hospital for, I think, 40, I don't know, almost 40 days. And I came out weighing almost 40 pounds lighter. Right. So I went in weighing like 250 something. I came in just under just over 200 pounds. But the amount of muscle mass and everything that I had lost was a total change. And then from that aspect of I'll call it a life occurrence happening, that was when really I did, never went back to being lumpy. I'm sure I, I was supposed to go to school to play hockey. And then after that happened, I couldn't just because of I still went to school, but because of all the muscle loss, different things, I never played junior hockey up there. 
But um, again, that was a turning point for me. So going from lumpy to, hey, not overnight the fitness guy, but starting to take nutrition and different elements of, I'll call it life, a, a lot different. I love it. You know, what's funny is Jay actually had mono in the SEAL teams too. It was called Ranger School where he lost 40 pounds. But <laughs> I, I Believe it or not, I actually had mono in boot camp. I, got I had it. it and I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't kissing my bunk mate. I just, uh, somehow I got it, man. And I lost, uh, dude, I lost a ton of weight in boot camp. Uh, I probably lost more in boot camp than I did in ranger school. High school across from me, senior year. I had it. My coach thought I was on drugs cause I was tired and I couldn't figure it out. Yep. Dude, I don't remember anything in the hospital. I remember two things, Demerol and morphine. And that was friggin', wow, that was wow. bad. It was pretty, pretty bad. So it was crazy, but don't remember too much of it. Just see some crazy pictures. So, Wow. So, you know, what led you down this road, man? I mean, obviously it kind of started the path of fitness for you and being a little more, um, how did you word that? It was great. Uh, being a little more, uh, intentional, intentional. Yeah. Yeah. With your diet and your fitness. But when did you start to think to yourself, how long was it before you were like, man, I really like doing this. I really like the nutrition. I like giving advice. And you started getting into the professional world of this arena. Yeah, so people think, Jason, a lot of times, like, and I know Ray knows this better than anyone, it's anytime you see drastic change and someone hasn't seen you in a while, they're like, oh, steroids, drugs, this and that, right? And I say, I want to, like, that's a key point, what you said, because I was 18 when I got that mono, right? But really, from 18 to almost 30, I was still just, I'll call it skinny fat, right? That's the guy that's just, hey, whatever, relaxed, enjoying life, still enjoys drinks, not, not hot on a diet. I'm still hitting the gym, but it's not the kind of, focus, clarity, and intention, right? That really got me. So I, I got my pro card in um, the IFBB at I think 30, whatever, 36. But so for me, I still remember the date. It was like I was uh, 32 or 33 years old. It was uh, New Year's Eve. And I told my wife, we were all drinking and partying. I had t- uh, two kids at this time. We were at a Breckenridge Ski Resort. I said, hey, I'm going to do a men's physique competition. And this was just when it started there. And she's like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, What's going on? And uh, it was that point, basically, I started really trying to understand that it was more of a diet, um, was in the gym, hitting it harder. And literally in those two years from me going 32, 33, I went and did my first men's physique competition. If I showed those pictures, I'm probably 190 pounds, but ripped to the bone and something triggered where I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't do well. I placed like whatever, eighth or 10th. Came back, um, did another show, ended up winning the next show. And from there, I uh, went to um, nationals in Pittsburgh and got my pro card. And when I got my pro card, I was like, holy shit, this is weird. This is, and the difference between me and then what was, I was seen on stage and stuff. So that was really when I'll say like 35, so I'm 45 now. So basically for a 10 year, 12 year period, it's the first time, Jason, that I really took it seriously. But in that 12 years, I fast tracked, right? And the, the reason, because I became so focused. I think this is key for people in life, not just bodybuilding or fitness, right? Like I became focused. I became clear on what I wanted with intention behind it. And I say that because I think so many people, especially people now, they're really vague. And when you're vague, it allows uncomfort and it allows excuses to come in and pull you off what those goals or what that target is. Mm-hmm. And when I became focused and dialed in, I'm like that friggin' pit bull. That's like that relentless, right? I'm just going to keep going, keep going, keep going. And when I made up my mind, it doesn't matter what like food, et cetera, you put in front of me. That's what I want. So again, I think those are the three 
pieces that really helped me to uh, to move forward into this. And then being able to see the changes on me not happen overnight, I, I want to be able to impact other people because I know what I felt like before, right? And I know along the way, obesity is like rampant. Obesity is huge in our in our society and just overall health, right? I'm not here trying to knock out and be the biggest guy in the world or anything. I just want, for me, it's about longevity. I want to be there for my kids long-term. I want to still be working out when I'm 80, 90 years old. And I want to see my grandkids and stuff, right? So for me, it's all about health and longevity. And that's, again, like Michael Hearn preaches that. And it's, again, me and Mike are great friends and stuff. But it's not all what people think. Like people always say, hey, steroids with Mike and stuff. No, it's Perception's not always reality because people don't understand. And the uneducated mind like just why, why do we have people even freaking out so much today in fear? Because they're uneducated. They don't know, right? And it goes back to that, that risk element and stuff. But again, that's sort of so long, long explanation. Sorry for that. But basically for the past 10 to 12 years is really when my passion and everything else sort of lit up in that, in that arena. I love it. So, hey, Todd. So, you know, I'm a couple years older than you. Um, and what I love about you is it seems like the older you get, the better. Yeah. the better you get, right? We're like a fine wine. Yeah. Uh, Jason, all of us, I mean, we're all on that same sheet of music. So what advice would you give? Because here's the thing, I used to always just try to give advice to kids, you know, like kids that want to be SEALs, kids that want to do this. But now, like, especially with you, what would you give men, older men, what advice would you give them if they want to start getting into yeah. bodybuilding, being more fit, you know, being, uh, more intentional with things, you know, what would you, what advice would you give them? Because, you know, you're a plethora of knowledge. What would, I'm 48. Tell me what I need to do to look like you. <laughs> well, you already know the, the main key things, right? Right. And you do the main things. And like anyone I say, first off, a lot of people, and for me, I've got another, like I'll call it passion project, but dad bod stuff. Right. And people always talk about, Hey, the dad bod and this and that's the beer belly and stuff. And that pisses me off because it's like, for me, I have a responsibility and accountability to my kids to be the best version of me I could be in all aspects, right? And that includes physical. I don't want to be the fat guy, the 300-pound guy going into my, my kid's school and stuff, and he's not happy with my dad, with me, and I embarrass him and stuff. I want to be the kid freaking kicking my son's ass. I love it. Going to the gym with my son right now in our garage, squatting and seeing him try to squat and doing 400 pounds, right? Or benching or deadlifting or doing whatever. And that drive that I've had and he's grown up seeing me have, that he wants to do it on himself now because at some point I can't take my head and put it on his body. Right. I've tried to be the best teacher and the best parent and the best leader I can be to help an example I can be for him. And when I see that fire up in him now, I fucking love it. Like it's awesome. Right. But the, the key thing for men, older men, I tell a lot of people say, Hey, can you help me? Can you coach me? Well, they, and, but they have in their mind ingrained, they want the fucking magic pill, right? They want that pill. And it's not that pill. I say the first thing that anyone needs to understand is you need to go to a doctor and I say, get your lab work done. And when I mean lab work, it's not just for, hey, you're going to get all this fun stuff that's going to magically make you freaking turn into this unicorn or stallion, whatever, okay? But I, I wrote an article way back and it's called, like, it, it's about you don't understand anything until you understand what's in your blood. Like, you have to get your blood work done because someone can tell you, hey, you can go eat this and that and look like Michael Hearn, but you're not going to because like you could go on Mike's diet, but you're not going to get Mike's results, right? You have to understand what's going on internally to you first. Like I just did something and I'm freaking 45, but I didn't know that I was allergic to three things that I absolutely love. I didn't understand that I potentially had like GI issues in my gut, right? That were causing the inflammation and stuff. But this freaking lady told me that guess what? My number one thing in the world probably to eat I love is damn freaking peanut butter. 
And she said, guess what? You got a slight allergy to peanut butter that's probably causing you something like, holy shit, well, I've eaten 45 years of peanut butter, right? And she told me like, so there's different things, but you have to understand first what is in your blood. Like, if, is there thyroid things going on? Is there kidney things? Is there liver things? Is there this or that? Because they're all intertwined. And then once you have that back, let's look at, okay, fact statement, any male that is 35, 40, 45, depending on where you are, you have to look at your different levels, your hormone levels, right? Your test, your growth, your other things. And when I say test, it's not, hey, to be some big bodybuilder, any guy should be having a higher testosterone level. If you go to the normal doctor and you say, doctor's going to tell you, hey, you're, you're great on a general practitioner, you're two to 300, bullshit, right? It's yeah. an optimal level is probably low 700, 700 to 1,000. People are going to argue, I'm not getting in here to argue, whatever. I feel damn good when my test level is about 700 plus, okay? And to me, it's not about, hey, going and being stronger and stuff. Sure, that's going to help. But it's mental for me, okay? It's a feeling of balance and it's a feeling of clarity and it's a feeling of me being able to optimally perform where I should be performing, okay? But based on knowing what's going on inside my body, okay? And that's the other thing. So again, I'll just call it biohacking, but hacking your damn body. And anyone that's not trying to do that, I say, and get pissed off at me, but you're a fool because I want to live longer. I want to have longevity. I want to be able to be the best version of me and if I'm not taking advantage of any biohacking that's available to me, that's just things going on in my body that I can do to optim uh, optimize my body, then to me, you're, you're, it's dumb, okay? So understand what's in your blood. Go to not just a general practitioner, but go to a hormone doctor, right, that understands everything. And then looking at, I say, a lot of guys in older people, men and females, I find have been to the traditional doctor and are taking a bunch of friggin' over-the-counter bullshit medication that they don't necessarily need to be on a lot of the times, right? And uh, again, we found a lot of that. I'd say go look at what your your natural um, paths are, and a lot of that can be fixed with just what you eat in your diet. So once you have your, your lab work and stuff, you can work on your diet. And then look at your exercise routine. And a lot of people say, yeah, I go to the gym. I say, okay, but here, here's what I love, right? And I love this about you. When we train, right, you're going to freaking die before you're going to leave the gym, okay? And that's the same with me, right? But I say there's a parallel to the gym and life for me, and there's always been this, Jason and, and Ray. It's, I, I, to me, I, my gym time is my time, right? It's my therapy. So I wake up early. Like, I'm 3.30 in the morning in the gym, out of there by 4.30, not selfish. I'm before everyone else. That's my time, right? Then I do my other stuff before other people get up. But in that gym, if I have a business partner or anyone that wants to do business, joint venture, whatever, I say, let's go train. And all of a sudden, as soon as I ask them to train, half the people, right? They're like, oh man, 10 years ago, I used to do this or I used to do that. Or hey, I have this, this arm injury and I'm already hearing fucking excuses, right? Guess what? In the gym, I'm going to get fucking excuses, okay? But that then correlates to how those individuals for me are going to work in business, are going to deliver, are going to just do different things. So to me, that's a direct correlation. I say, so the reason I tell you guys that is because it's a parallel. If I'm working in the gym and I want to be the best version of me, am I really kicking my ass? Am I doing the reps, right? Am I putting in more weight or am I just going through the motions to say, hey, I went to the gym today? And all these people that are doing cardio and stuff and they're talking on their cell phones or they're having conversations, they say, you're not doing anything. Get off the fucking machine, right? Because you're not doing anything to better yourself. You're just going through the motions because you're, you're validating these bullshit excuses in your mind that it's doing something for you. But I think that's a lot of the things. So a lot of it goes back to what we talked about earlier was mindset, right? Mm -hmm. You have to be strong in the mind and you have to have that focus, that clarity and be intentional in every aspect of what you're doing to be a better version of you.
Mm. Man, no, that's all wow. spot on, Todd. I mean, awesome. So, uh, so well, listen, before we get into the next question, uh, we're going to take a break because we want to, uh, obviously, the Overcome and Conquer show has some amazing sponsors. Todd, you may have heard of our mid-roll sponsor. They're an amazing nutrition company by the name of Icon Solutions. So we're going to take a real quick break. We're going to do our mid-roll, and we will be right back. Hey guys, this is Ray from the Overcome and Conquer Show, and we are proud to announce that Icon Meals is our mid-roll sponsor. Icon is an industry leader in cryovac meal technology. What does that mean, guys? You are going to get the freshest meals delivered to you next day service. Another key factor of why I love Icon Meals is they have two menus, guys. They have the signature menu and the custom meal. So if you're like me and you need more protein or less carbs and you're on the go and fitness is your life, you can make a customizable meal. And or if you're just looking for the standard healthy meal choice, you can. So everything is organized for you. So ladies and gentlemen, Icon Meals has taken all the work out of it. All you have to do is put in what you want and they will provide what you need. And it doesn't end there. They also offer popcorn, seasonings, coffee, cookies, crisp bread, and gift cards. So guys, check them out at www.iconmeals.com. So Todd, before the break, you made a statement about focused workout. And I think you went deep into that, but I, I would just love for you to tell people, and this doesn't have to be a really long answer, but Todd Abrams, when you go to the gym, how long typically you're in the gym? How much time do you devote to cardio? And how are, are you tracking every meal macro that goes into your body? I mean, how are you producing? Obviously, we talked about understanding your body. That's the most critical thing. But obviously, there is a very, everybody has a different variation of, of macros that works for them. How are you making that balance between weight training, the cardio you need, you know, what level of cardio, and then those macros? Yeah, I think it goes back to, uh, I'll call it, you have a bunch of resources, right? They're all tools in your tool belt or arrows in your quiver. And you pull different resources or you use different tools to get different results. So for me, uh, I'm not the guy that's going to be, and this is where me and Michael Hearn differ. If we go with Michael Hearn, you're a two, three-hour workout, and you're going to methodically go through things that break down your central nervous system, right? And really, that's how, so for me, though, if I'm training by myself or with someone here, it's going to be 45 to 60 minutes. We're quick. We're supersets, drop sets. Ray's, me and Ray have trained with Bedros a couple times. It's just, it's a quick workout, right? It's, but again, you, you, it's an intense workout. Um, cardio, I don't do cardio every day, Jason. I think a lot of people feel that cardio is the tool that's going to get them the results, and it's not, okay? It's not, it's necessarily, look, if you understand nutrition and you understand your diet, you're either three things. This is for all your listeners, and it should be real simple. You're either in a calorie surplus, you're maintaining, or you're in a calorie deficit. If you want to gain weight, guess what? You got to be in a calorie surplus, right? If you just want to maintain where you are, you need to eat those calories, okay? And if you're in a calorie deficit, you're going to be losing weight, right? And But so many people think there's, hey, there's, there's this fat burner or there's the cardio, and they try to overdo cardio, but then they're eating in a calorie surplus, right? So if I'm going to go into doing a show or have a photo shoot or something coming up or have one of Ray Cashcare's... Uh, Navy SEAL bikini workouts um, that I want to real, look real good for. Yes. And I need to uh, add some cardio in, right? And again, for me, it's just all the cardio is doing, Jay, is putting me in a calorie deficit where I'm going to lose fat. And for me, I'm going to do it strategically. I don't want to get into the discussion of, hey, fasted cardio does whatever. For, what works for me is, yes, I do fasted cardio, okay? Typically, I don't eat before I work out as well. It's a big difference between me and Mike, and we can argue night and day. But my body, how I like it to react and I feel better 
I, I train fasted as well, okay? So from that standpoint, I'm going to do fasted cardio. If I'm going to train and have to do cardio later, I will do it right after. Why? Because I've got my body up, everything, and I'm going to hopefully burn that, use that brown fat as energy, stored um, energy, um, to, as an energy output, right? And that's my cardio. But my diet is pretty much what the biggest thing over those 10 years is dialing in my diet. And I learn every day as well. But you say, hey, do you count 100% of your macros? If I'm going to do a show or a shoot, I will count my macros through my fitness pal and stuff. But I've been doing this long enough now for me that I don't necessarily need to count every macro. The big thing for me is I know how my body responds. And this is going back to getting your blood work done. I know that my body doesn't process fats as efficiently as different other uh, other sources for energy, right? But I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't got my blood panel and my genes and all this done. So for me, I wouldn't react well to a pure keto diet, okay? So for me, I know where I need to be with fats. My main thing that I control is I try to get minimum in, for me, 250 to 300 grams of protein per day, okay? And that's just what I need. So that's typically going to be one to two, two, 1.25 times or one and a half grams of protein. What's your body weight right now, Todd? Yeah, I probably weigh about 225 right now. Okay. So it's in that range and that's what works for me. And the first thing I tell anyone is if you want to start leaning down, most people, and especially men that I work with, I find under eat on protein or they believe they're eating more protein, right? But as soon as you start to add clean sources of protein in on a higher level, more grams per day, you will see your body lean down, okay? Because that's what is going to, if you are, for me, carbs, my maximum, like on a high carb day for me is probably only 250 grams, two to 250 grams. So typically I'm only eating probably 150 grams of carbs or less per day. And I strategically put those around my workout, but that's what works for me. If I overeat on carbs, I feel lethargic, right? I feel like tired in different things, but just so not to get into the long answer, I just know, know what works for me and it's higher protein, moderate to low carb with moderate fat. And so if I'm eating, let's say 3000 calories or less per day, my, my, my fat's going to be under hundred grams, typically probably 90 grams of fat split over six meals or whatever. And I'm just guesstimating, Jason, like, but I know, like, I know what eggs have. I know what steak has. And I'm pretty, as well, I'll call it boring, but I pretty much eat the same damn meal. So many, a lot of people say, hey, they, they say all the time say, hey, do your icon meals work? I'm like, well, fuck, that's all I've eaten for basically five years, right? And I, I eat typically a minimum of three icon meals a day, but probably three to five per day. And again, I know I'm, I'm just, I'm boring. I'm a Chicken or steak guy and, and vegetables. So, do you get a discount on the meals? Um, no, but I know someone who does. So. <laughs> all right, all right. I have a question for you because, and I love this because I I call you and pick your brain on fitness all the time. But from what I know of you, Todd, you are a focus driven individual. So the question I have for you is, it's a two part question. What are your current goals? Ready? And here's the big one. And where do you see yourself and Icon Meals in five years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Where Where is the vision going? Sure. What, where are you going? Yeah, so for goals for, I guess, if you want to say goals for me and Icon Meals, Icon Meals is really to be able to, so I say we've just got into this facility, right? So four years, we were operating in a 12,000 square foot facility. Just this past year, we got into this 32,000. So I say, hey, this is version 2.0 or the next evolution, right? We have the space. We have the room to grow. We are adding to our team. Um, we just added a big food scientist slash uh, formulation guy and from that standpoint really being able to build a larger footprint and impact more people on what we do and I, I say that because I believe that we have a tool that can impact people that can change their life but also a convenient solution right how will this morph five years from now 
I, I see us growing, like we're only in US right now, right? But growing to have a, a global footprint. But also, um, I think we're constantly working on packaging. We're constantly working on how we can do different things with meal formulation, mm-hmm. um, how we can use food as actual medicine. So what does that look like? We work with some organizations that have been like testing keto and stuff with actual cancer patients, um, diabetics and stuff. So again, how can we have that larger reach, larger impact? And I think like right now I, I say, hey, we're the guys treading water. I don't mean financially, but like treading water in the ocean, right? And we're not like the cruise ships and the speedboats are going by. I mean, hey, maybe not cruise ships right now, but the speedboats are going <laughs> by and we're, they're not seeing us because we're not firing the flares off, right? It's the guy that's like on the paddleboard going by two miles an hour that sees us treading water. And that's what I mean by that is only the people that know about us right now are the ones that are buying from us, right? There's a couple other companies doing a million plus meals a month, right? That's huge. We do somewhere in the range of 100 to 150,000 meals a month right now, uh, a week right now, right? So from that standpoint, the, the growth is unparalleled. And it's so um, looking forward to being able to grow that and to impact more lives. For me personally, it's about giving back. What can Todd Abrams personally do on a daily basis to extend value to other people's lives? And that's where my fitness ties in my passion, right? Is being able to, because I believe fitness is a vehicle um, of change. And again, if I can have an individual that maybe is crushing it in, um, in entrepreneurial or ventures or whatever as such, there's no reason why they can't crush the fitness element. So that, that's another key takeaway, I think, is if you've been successful in any area of your life, let's say you're like a great person with money, you've made a shitload of money and stuff, but you're frigging 300 pounds and overweight. To me, if you're capable of doing that with the money, you're capable of changing your body because it's the same decisions and same mentality that gets you there. It just needs someone to help you get on that track. And um, again, for me, giving back is also on the relationship standpoint. For me personally, I've been married 22 years together for 26 years with the same She's wife. awesome. <laughs> She's good, yeah. But from that standpoint, it's, I think I have a ton of value that I can add back even to, and a lot of people come to me for relationship stuff, right? But again, it's how can I give back and be able to be a contributor, be a giver to provide that change for a bunch of people. I love it. All right, Todd, man. Awesome, dude. And I I think you guys will. I think the word's going to get out there about how relentless you guys are uh, with the production quality of the food. And, uh, and obviously, we're going to be pushing that all, all out also. So, And before the end of the show, we're going to be telling everybody where they can go to get their Icon meals because right now you guys need them. Uh, I know Ray uses them. I use them. Ryan uses them. And uh, I tell you what, it's a godsend in my crazy schedule. And, and even right now, it's so nice to be able to go grab a meal where, like Todd talked about, I mean, getting the right amount of protein and carbs and, and good, solid food. So I Todd, have to say something about it, though, real quick. Producer Ryan, yeah. jump in. Oh, so sure. he, he has a UPC on all the meals. So, like, if you're trying to track your macros and everything, yeah. you can scan it in any app and it will pull up everything. And I think that's really cool. It helped yep. me a lot. I mean, I've lost 30 pounds basically awesome. eating Icon meals. Love so hearing that. It's, uh, and it's good food. So, you are looking damn sexy. Yeah, working on I will it. say in this quarantine, I've been checking you out. Yeah, being yeah. relentless. Did that get awkward? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, hey, uh, there. Um, so, Todd, we have a question we love asking people because it really gives great insight into who they are, what their values are. So it's kind of a fun question, but uh, I know you're like all of us, me and Ray. 
and some of the other influencers, Bedros, we're on airplanes all the time. Maybe not right now, but obviously when the world picks back up, we'll get back to yeah. you know, our uh, platinum diamond elite status with us flying all across <laughs> the country. So if you were on an airplane for 10 hours and you could have anyone in the world, alive or dead, sit next to you for that flight, who would you want to sit next to you and why? You can't say me. <laughs> Even laugh. That's who would I want to have? Um, yeah, yeah. We didn't give you this question before, did we? <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably potentially say. Um, wouldn't be Mike O'Hearn because he'd take up like two seats. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think God, probably one of the, the people I'd say is either uh, potentially Tony Robbins or John Maxwell. And the reason I'd say Tony Robbins and people say, hey, probably, yeah, whatever, Tony Robbins, big inspiration. For, for me, when I meet someone and when I've, I've done a lot of reading and stuff over the years with Tony Robbins, but it's, I'd love to get to know the inner workings of what got his mind and his levels to where he's at right on the, the the motivation on the mindset and on the drive behind because he's someone that operates on another frequency like he does not operate on a normal person's frequency right when you're doing something for 14 hours with 10 to 20,000 people or more and motivating them and all the different elements and he's constantly been a student of the game and he's learned so many different pieces that he then takes and he's contributed to add value to others and I'd love to really get in that mind and just understand sort of that that 40 year journey of him, right? Going from where he was to all the different components, that'd be hard condensing in 10 hours, but I'd love to have that conversation. I, I tell you what, I, I'm fascinated with Tony Robbins also just because of what he's built. I mean, hands down, he is, I mean, there's virtually no one out there that doesn't know Tony Robbins as this gigantic motivational, inspirational speaker. And as a motivational, inspirational speaker, I mean, he is the, he is what I look to. How do I create a billion dollar enterprise like that guy did? And I mean, he just was smart. Uh, he knows how to engage an audience. He knows how to build great products that scale. Yeah. And then also with all the charity work he does and the philanthropy with the kid, the different um, organizations as far as feeding people um, all across the world. Um, that just really interests me as well. So, but that'd probably be my number one or two. Okay. Love it, man. Well, listen, we have had an amazing show. I mean, I think people, uh, I, I don't see how people right now could not want to purchase some Icon meals, knowing the levels that you put. I, I was fascinated at the beginning when we asked you that and you talked about the standards and, Obviously, having the FDA rep right there in the uh, right there in your facility. So anybody out there, I know it's something that I've thought about. I mean, if we, you know, a lot of people are pushing to get, um, you know, for us to go out to restaurants because we're trying to support the restaurant industry. But I know one of my concerns is, man, you know, you got people that you don't know. Are they asymptomatic and they're touching your food and stuff like that? Whereas you guys obviously have the controls in place. So. Todd, tell us where people can go. Tell us where they can find you. Right now, I guarantee there's people itching to buy some Icon meals. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, that's that. T tell sure. us all about that, where they can go to get these meals and to learn more about you. 
Sure. You can go to iconmeals.com is the web address on social media, anywhere. It's just at icon meals. And I encourage people to, um, you can also use, uh, the show code we have set up for you guys to help uh, save money for your listeners. I think we have an OC show set up, um, that they can go and they can save money, but also take advantage guys of, uh, following us on Instagram. So we do a ton on Instagram on a daily basis as far as, um, just different promotions, uh, different savings and stuff. We're trying to help out people as much as we can right now. So if there is a, a different code published that, that actually saves you more, and uh, we're trying to do a, a lot with free shipping to help people right now and stuff. But also I encourage you guys to go and um, follow us, but then also sign up for our newsletter because we're doing a ton of different content on a daily basis. You're getting different um, added value, not just from us, but from many big personalities and experts in the industry, which will help you in this time of quarantine. And um, again, take full advantage of that. So as well on the safety standards, you can go Google icon meals. You'll find a ton of YouTube videos, other reviews and things, but you can see a lot of the different processes that are, uh, that we undertake in our facility. Um, that'll give you a little bit more in-depth information and uh, sort of guidance. And you can see for yourself. Mm, I love it. I love it. And, and Todd, if they wanted to follow you individually, you put out some great content on your IG. And one of the things I love about you, man, it's uh, it's the same thing with Ray and I. We're both big on family, and I know you are too, man. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, you're a great role model for people out there. I talk to so many business individuals who um, they're good at business, but they're not so good at family. You know, they're so focused on the one thing and how critical it is to have balance. And I think you set a good example. So if they were going to follow you individually, where do they go? Sure. They uh, Follow me on Instagram or social at Todd Abrams. So T-O-D-D-A-B-R-A-M-S. And, uh, again, put in a bunch of, uh, fun content, but, um, just try to, uh, to, lead by example and lead from the front. So mm, I love hey, it, man. That's what it's all about. All right, man. Well, this has been another amazing episode of the Overcome and Conquer show. We're going to wrap things up, Todd, with a little thing that we always do at the end. It's a little bit of uh, motivation. Uh, we, 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 we call we used to call it two minutes of motivation, but I think every time we go about four minutes. So I guess we got to change it to four minutes of motivation, but we take the word of the day. And each one of us gets an opportunity to just rattle off real quickly, you know, about 30, 45 seconds of what that word means to us. And, uh, you know, one of our last guests said, oh, so you guys take all the good content and then you leave nothing for the guests. So when they said that, I was like, you know what? That's a great point. So, Todd, as our guest, relentless being your word, you get to go first with relentless, what it means to you, just shotgun off the top of your head to close the show, why that word is so critical to you. It just means never giving up, right? Never quitting. Okay. One of my other words I would have used, but it ties to relentless is I say I live an excuseless life and that's tied back to relentless because in life people are always buying or they're accepting excuses and you can't freaking accept your own or anyone else's excuses. So never quitting. You keep trying hundred percent like that pit bull. You're just nonstop, right? Nonstop, nonstop. Doesn't matter how many times you get knocked down. You're working on your mind constantly. So you're relentless in any area of your life. Mm, I love it. Ray, me or you, baby. I'll go. Um, he covered it all. Listen, guys, it means just, it's never fucking quit mentally, physically, emotionally, socially, or spiritually. Stay strict, stay true to yourself. You know, if you believe in something, do it. Like I tell everybody, do what you love, love what you do. Never quit, sir. 
All right, guys, I'm going to wrap it up with Relentless. It is the Relentless Overcome Mindset that gets you through life. I talk to so many people about setting that course. You have got to stay the course. I don't care what storm comes along in your life, whether it is negative people, whether it is COVID-19 crisis. I don't care if you've got an injury. Relentless means you are staying the course. You are driving forward. You will never quit. You will find a way over, under, around, or bam, right through it. You will get to the other side. That is what Todd Abrams is about. That is what Icon Neal's about. That is what Ray Kashkara is about. Mm. Producer Ryan and the Overcome and Conquer show itself. That is another amazing episode of the Overcome and Conquer show. I am Jason Overcome Redmond. And I'm Ray Kashkara. And we are out. Boom. Thanks for listening to the Overcome and Conquer show. Tune in next time. And please remember to subscribe on iTunes. Please visit overcomeandconquer.com. The Overcome and Conquer show is presented by The Project. The Project is a full immersion, 75-hour experience designed for men who know in their core they are not living up to their fullest potential. Rather than waking up every morning ready to dominate life, the mediocre man rolls out of bed and slides into the same unfulfilling routine they've unhappily been in for way too long. The project is for men that have lost their eternal flame and motivation to conquer. It is for men living an unfulfilling life that lacks the excitement and purpose. If this resonates with you and you want to learn more, we encourage you to apply today at www.mdkproject.com forward slash OC show. Boom.